you are listening to the B-Cast. It's Vixedanio, and we are back with episode 60, long overdue, episode 60 of the VCast podcast, and wow, it's been since, what, January, I think, maybe sometime in February during the social media break, oh, so much has happened, I broke my elbow, no, I'm just kidding, I have a bad case of tennis elbow, Whew, I'm in the new place. I don't know what's taking so long to get this damn podcast um, going, but just this morning, I was like, you know what? I got to fucking do this. It's time. I'm rushing to get all this done, cranking an episode before work, and I spilled coffee all over this beautiful cork table, Uh, but I'm in the new spot. I'm in the new spot, guys. Um, Things have been uh, pretty crazy this year, I'm sure for a lot of people. But for me especially, okay, I got censored on Facebook, um, separated, um, I've been bombing like no, like nobody's listening. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. I got promoted at work. I mean, this has been a really rough year. <sighs> but I'm here. We're surviving. Comedy lives. The world's moving on. But I am. I don't know. I, I just I should have probably prepared before I did this um show, but I needed to get something out. I needed to just get recorded. I needed to upload. I need to get back to editing the videos and everything. Like I, I just I've been I don't know what I have been doing that has been keeping me from sitting here and doing this. I've been thinking about it multiple times, but I just I don't know. I haven't wanted to do anything. I'm probably battling some sort of depression uh, who knows but um this computer's trying to reboot nope recording a podcast here all right so the only thing that i have on my mind that i really just wanted to talk about because it's been on my goddamn nerves and nobody wants to listen to me so what better way to do it to a podcast and see if somebody i could just capture somebody's attention um these dr fauci emails have really really sent me over the like the deep end as far as uh, the anger and frustration I have for the people in charge. It's um, it's at just like an all new level because it's really, really clear, very crystal clear, at least to me, uh, to a lot of people uh, that I talk to as well, like in person. Uh, if you talk to people on social media, they have a different personality. But when you talk to them in person, people are just a lot more reasonable And I am convinced that Trump derangement syndrome is a direct cause of death to a lot of people with COVID-19. All right. 
you know, I'll say this once. I'll say this a fucking thousand times. I'm not a Trump supporter. I didn't vote for him either time. Uh, He's just too authoritarian for me. And I don't like I just don't like his, you know, all the shit he did in Yemen. Like, all right. Anyway, that's the disclaimer. So people don't try to discredit you by saying he's just a Trump supporter. As they do, if you have an opinion that differs from the na- like the narrative that the media puts out, you're a Trump supporter. But I'm convinced that um, Trump derangement syndrome um, assisted in helping the NIH cover their responsibility in uh, the release of this virus. I say release because that motherfucker was made in the lab. It was made in the lab. Stop it. All right, just stop with the natural causes. All right, um, they still have not been able to identify the fucking the animal it came from. They haven't been able to identify the um, uh, the first person that had it. And as it just comes out, they did some sort of uh, research, or I don't think it's a study. It's like a research. They audited. What they did was they audited. I guess the receipts from the Wuhan wet market. I don't know how they do this. I just read this. They edited the receipts and they haven't sold a fucking bat or a a palaquin or whatever the other fucking animal is. They haven't sold any there. So where did it come from? If they didn't sell any bats at the Wuhan market and everybody's saying it's coming from a bat from a wet market, then that don't make sense. And we know in Fauci's emails that since January... They've been organizing and um, collaborating in the cover-up of their responsibility in funding gain-of-function research at the Wuhan facility. Like, this shit started, you know, way back. We used to do that gain-of-function research where they take viruses, they manipulate them. That They take viruses that only affect animals, that don't affect people. They manipulate them to affect people so that they can study them. It's very controversial. A lot of, you know, a lot of people think it's too dangerous, that the benefits far outweigh the risks, okay? And then Fauci and his team thought the opposite. They think after the last SARS outbreak, SARS-1, that it would be irresponsible to not study the virus. So... Whatever you side you fall on on that argument is irrelevant because at the end of the day, in his emails, um, somebody even sent them an email describing how you make the virus. Another one described um, how the how the um, the protein markers or whatever the hell were missing um, that would suggest that it was evolutionary, which points to the fact that it was uh, probably man-made. Like, these are all in his emails. And then that motherfucker went out and, like, tried to discredit that theory at every turn. The same person that wrote the article that Facebook and, and everybody uses to fact check that last year when a lot of people were saying that it was possible it was made in a lab, if you said that on Facebook in 2020, they fact-checked you using an article that the man that wrote collaborated with Fauci to write. Like, it's just really, really, um, it's really crazy. And then this vaccine drive. Listen, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not anti-vax. I'm vaccinated. My six-year-old daughter is fully vaccinated. I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-shoving shit down my throat. Right. I mean, it's Pride Month. Does that make me uh, uh, a homophobe, too? No, I just don't think it makes sense. 
And I'm not anti this vaccine either. I'm just not sure, right? Because my brother took the vaccine. My brother almost died in the hospital with COVID-19. They gave him five tests, five COVID tests that came up negative, that he was in the hospital dying and they couldn't find COVID in him with these reliable tests. And then he comes up to New Jersey. He gets a, a antibody test. And guess what? He fucking had COVID. Here we go. So he got the vaccine. He was experiencing um, long COVID symptoms, you know, fatigue um, uh, and just all kind of shit that he was dealing with um, symptoms of the COVID. He took the vaccine and now he feels better. Okay, I'm not anti vaccine. I am pro do whatever you feel for yourself is the best thing. Talk to your doctor, figure it out. But the fact that they're pushing this on a widespread and now there's new nine new uh, pharmaceutical billionaires because of COVID-19. Meanwhile, effective drugs like hydrochloroquine and ivermectin are um you know, pushed out. If you talk about them online, they, they put the little fact checked or missing context or uh, these drugs are not um, haven't been proven to be effective. They've been proven to be effective the same as the fucking vaccine through trials, massive trials, massive trials that these drugs have been proven to be effective if you're given the right dose at the right time. So that's not good because those drugs are cheap. People can't make billions off of those drugs. So they want to make billions off the vaccine it's a weird fucking world we live in a weird fucking world we live in and then all the people that are anti-corporations and anti um you know greed and all that stuff they're the first ones lining up for the fucking vaccine for a virus that kills or that 99.7 people percent of the people fucking survive from like if they get it or who knows like it, it's a fucking bad virus if you have uh vitamin d deficiency if you have fucking lung issues if you you know have these comorbidities it's a very fucking bad virus but for most of the population it's not it's not a bad virus people get it and don't even know they have it right they think it's a cold and then they get tested and then guess what they have covid and then you know what they also found out that those pcr tests weren't all that reliable so who knows if all the people they said had covid even had it right or people were testing uh negative that did have it so i don't fucking trust in the numbers this has been one of the biggest um injustices like that i can even think of because now people like myself have lost all trust i have, do not trust anything these people tell me at all can you blame me these are the same people that brought you the iraq war on lies on wmd mds that millions of people died because of that fucking lie and here we are again and we're just supposed to trust everybody i don't know man people have fucking short memories and then i'm the conspiracy theorist hey meanwhile the things i've been talking about guess what they have all become true right and what has everybody else been talking about bullshit bullshit you know what's in the news today some fucking uh some rat in cambodia got fucking uh retired from sniffing bombs five years of sniffing bombs and a rat in fucking cambodia is on the front page of the fucking news meanwhile that little fucking uh evil elf fauci is just uh getting media still getting media praise they're still holding this fucking guy in high regards this motherfucker killed a fucking lot of people in the 80s with the aids epidemic recommending a fucking drug that was 
that was bad for people when it first came out the cancer drug i forgot the fucking name of it but there was a cancer drug that came out it was terrible for people killed a lot of people and they were like you know what maybe we should try this on aids and you know those people are gonna die anyway <sighs> it's criminal it's criminal and then the people that hated trump like the media and all these fucking idiots online that can't see anything they can't see anything in front of them because they're blinded by orange hate and they are responsible for the deaths of people with COVID-19. You know why? Because they shitted on Trump when he was saying things that were right. Listen, Trump isn't the fucking best speaker in the world. He does great on stage. He has great stage presence. He fucking absolutely crushes fucking arenas and, and huge fucking crowds. Any fucking comic alive would be fucking shitting bricks trying to follow him. So it's not that he can't do that, but speaking intelligently about uh, complex medical issues that I fucking sound like an idiot myself talking about. He also sounds stupid. So when he tries to say things, I get the hesitancy. I'm like, what the fuck's he talking about? UV lights want to shoot UV lights into people. But guess what? UV lights were very effective. They're in the Fauci emails. They're talking about it. UV lights kills COVID-19 in the air. So they were talking about putting UV lights in the hospitals and in nursing homes and things like that so that the fucking virus wouldn't spread around. But we couldn't do that because the whole fucking world shitted on Trump. So nobody wanted to talk about UV lights. Nobody wanted to talk about hydro hydroxychloroquine. That is when given with the other. There's another little fucking medicine that is given. It's shown. I just saw a new fucking study. It's over 200 percent effective on people that are in the ICU on respirators, bro what the fuck are we doing we're relying on this fucking vaccine when it's not the only option we have that's all it's an option yes go for it take it i don't fucking care like it, I, I don't hate people that take the vaccine you know what i mean like if you take the vaccine that's your decision the fact that they're trying to push it on people that's fucked up it's fucked up because guess what we don't know the long-term effects we don't know anything it's fucking new it's new. So I'm just fucking really, really annoyed. They're doing this thing in, um, I think it was Chile or Peru. Chile or Peru, they were having fucked up numbers with COVID and really bad hospitalization, really bad um, deaths and things like that. They were, you know, having a really tough time with it. And against their own health minister's um, recommendation the health minister told them not to use ivermectin and they went ahead and used it anyway but they didn't just use it to uh to, they did like a test and treat um protocol which is they test you and if you tested positive they'd give you two days dose of ivermectin and guess what happened their fucking rates dropped their deaths dropped like then they started using i think in india India started using a treat and test. So they were giving people the fucking ivermectin before they were doing it. Because guess what? In in clinical trials, clinical trials, ivermectin has shown great potential as a prophylactic. Meaning, if you take it, you probably won't get COVID. And if you take it and you do get COVID, you're not going to feel nothing. I don't know. These are my uh, layman's interpretation of shit that I listen to. And like, it's funny that people watch the news, all right? People watch the news or they read an article and they get like a little snippet of information 
and they want to argue with me and I watch long form like I listen to podcasts where people talk uninterrupted without uh you know uh, the fucking red phone of CNN ringing and telling people not to say things they speak uninterrupted for 3 hours about complex issues and they really break it down and you really understand and you really get a ton of information and it's a back and forth question so the, you know whoever the host is is asking questions and it's so much more informative and i and i leave these um, you know, I finish these podcasts and I get so much more information and then someone tries to argue with me that I watched a seven fucking minute CNN clip and I'm like, what the fuck do you think you know? Like, I know I'm not a scientist. I don't fucking need to be a scientist to have common sense and to understand concepts and to understand basic shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very frustrating. I'm very, I've been very frustrating. I've been very frustrated these last days, um, this last year, just with all the stuff going on. And then this stuff piling on too. I'm trying my best not to argue in the comments because even if I try to have like a normal conversation with a friend or not even a friend, but like an acquaintance, somebody that I know on like social media, it's very hard to get points across on typing like it just things are misinterpreted things don't come out right um it's hard without tone and things like that so i really really have tried to give up having those conversations with people but people still want to argue and sometimes i'm just happy to engage i have nothing else going on i'm pretty frustrated and i feel like fucking arguing let's throw down in the fucking comments and let's see who wins right that's the fuck that's why i'm on I, that's why i'm the captain of the facebook debate team okay we're fucking 10 and 0 but you know i'm actually happy that my facebook account got deleted it makes me a pioneer you know what i'm talking about it gives me uh credibility <laughs> what a fucking wacky world these um social media companies they're 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 obviously taking sides and they're obviously biased. Like it's so biased towards liberals against conservatives. And I'm socially liberal and I'm fiscally conservative. So I'm in the middle, right? So socially with, you know, I don't give a shit about gay marriage or I'm fucking more for you. I don't think the state should be involved in your fucking business at all. Whether you want to do abortions, whether you want to do fucking uh, self-suicide, like assisted suicide, if you want to do um, whatever the fuck, if you want to do drugs, you want to smoke crack, you want to do heroin, I don't think the fucking state should be in your business, okay? It makes it worse. Let's take abortion for an instance. It's a fucking very controversial subject. The minute you say abortion, people are on fucking, you know, on pins and needles and you're walking a thin line. Listen, fucking, I don't support abortion. Okay, I don't think you should get one. I think it's bad. Okay, but the fuck do I know about what you're going through? I know nothing. Okay, my personal opinion, my religious beliefs, whatever the fuck they be, should not 
like I should not be imposing those things on you. All right. Because guess what? If we made abortion illegal everywhere, the Christians would be happy. But guess what would happen? People would still get abortions anyway. They'd get them in fucking basements. They'd go to fucking Peru and DR like they do to fucking get elective surgeries and more people will die and more people will be at risk. All right. It's none of your fucking business what somebody wants to do with their body. All right. If they want to get an abortion and they can go to a fucking doctor to do it safely, that's their fucking business. All right. Fuck you. If you think it's fucking wrong, it's none of your business. All right. It's none of the state's business. Um, then you have, um, what's the other one that I just said? Drugs. Like if you want to do heroin, if you want to smoke crack, like that's your business, right? What we should do is make it, um, we shouldn't discriminate against drugs like there's a we always talk about not discriminating but guess what we do when it comes to drugs we discriminate we say these drugs are good for are good these drugs are okay society will accept these drugs but these drugs over here these drugs are bad these people should be treated like shit they should be locked in cages they should have their lives ruined uh they should be killed they should not be guaranteed a pure product like these guys right you never hear about uh somebody drinking a bad can of budweiser and dying Right. But guess what? If alcohol was illegal, you know what people used to do during prohibition? They used to die because they would get bad alcohol because they weren't guaranteed purity because it didn't go through safety standards because there wasn't outlets for you to uh, like as a consumer to receive uh, compensation or relief for damages that were made to you by a product that was sold by a licensed business. There's a fucking difference. OK. Now, uh, people will say, well, if you legalize all drugs, then everybody will just be shooting heroin in the streets. No, they won't. All right. If heroin was legalized today, would you go do it? I wouldn't go do it. There's a lot of people that won't do it. There's some people that will. And there's some people, guess what, that already fucking do it every day. And you probably work with them and don't even fucking know it. All right. There's a lot of people that do heroin that don't live on the streets, that don't rob people, that don't... Um, you know, do fucking needles in the street and they don't share needles and they're not a fucking detriment to society. There's people that do heroin on a fucking daily basis that work and that have families and that carry on about their business. What about them? Do they deserve to be discriminated against? No. And then we talk about the profits from drugs, right? Where do the profits from drugs go right now? All right. Cocaine, heroin, meth, fentanyl. Where do all those profits go? Uh, other than the U.S. government, you know where they go? They go to the fucking drug dealers. All right. The drug dealers, the fucking cartels. All right. The terrorists, those people fund their operations with drug money. All right. Where do you think that money would go if drugs were legal? They would go to registered, licensed businessmen and doctors. All right. Who do you rather control the market? People are going to do drugs. You can't stop it. All right. Once we agree on that that you can't stop drugs, who would you rather control the market? Terrorists and drug dealers or businessmen and doctors? I think businessmen and doctors. I think it would make it a safer place. I think people wouldn't fight for fucking drugs. All right. People are like, well, well then if drugs are legal, people are going to be robbing people to buy drugs. Do people rob people to buy beer? Do people rob people to buy weed right now? No, because it's legal. You're able to get it. You can go to a fucking store and you can buy something and then you're guaranteed that that's going to be safe and effective for you to use. Not like heroin users. You know what kills heroin users more than anything is bad drugs. Okay. Not overdoses, 
bad drugs, drugs that are tainted with fentanyl, that are tainted with rat poison, that are tainted with whoever fucking knows what the fuck is in there because it's coming from criminals. If it comes from a licensed business, you're guaranteed a pure fucking product. A lot of people aren't going to be dying, okay? And guess what it's also easier to do when the drugs are legal? It's easier to treat people. Why? Because you're not making this person a criminal. You're not shaming this person. You're not making them feel like a piece of shit, like an outcast of society. In fact, what you're doing is you're bringing them into society. We need to bring these people into our world. We can't stop pushing them out. You push them out, that's where they're going to fucking stay. So we bring them in. We help them. All right. This is a fucking medical problem. It's not a criminal problem. This is a medical. People that use drugs and that drink alcohol in excess, they have problems. I have problems. I self-medicate. I just choose to self-medicate with weed. Okay. So I don't fucking hurt nobody. And people for a long time, you know, it's changing now, but for a long time, you're ostracized. You're ostracized from work. Like you can't even still to this day. Like I can't go to work and talk about, man, I smoked a fucking great joint last night, but you know what I could do? Go, I can go to work and talk about this great bottle of wine that I fucking drunk. So the stigma that we have for drugs, it needs to fucking change because those are people too. And they deserve the same benefits and the same um uh, guarantee of pure product that everybody else gets that you know has different drug of choice um it's i just think it's really unfortunate that what we do to these people we we keep them on the uh, on the fringes we keep them in the black market and then we expect them to to fix their own life and then come back and join us like that's that doesn't fucking make any sense we should be bringing these people in and helping them you know they did that in portugal right in portugal they decriminalized all drugs and what they did is if you were caught with like uh, excess amount of drugs or if you were repeatedly caught with drugs um they wouldn't put you in front of a judge. They'd put you in front of a panel of doctors and advisors. And these people would talk to you. They'd treat you like a person. They didn't threaten to put you in a fucking cage if you didn't comply. They just treated you as a human and helped you with your problems. And you know what happened in Portugal? Their HIV rates fucking dropped dramatically their std rates dropped dramatically their fucking overdoses and drug deaths dropped dramatically and you know what else dropped their addiction rates their addiction rates dropped because now you're not forcing these people out you're bringing them in we have to accept these people into society we have to stop treating these people like they're worst Somebody that does heroin is not worse than a person that drinks alcohol. I'm sorry. Go fuck yourself if you think different. My father did heroin. You know what my father got? Because it's fucking illegal. He got a fucking dirty needle. He got AIDS or HIV. Never got to AIDS. And he died. Or maybe it did get to AIDS and it killed him. Either way. But if guess what? If drugs were legal, he, he probably wouldn't have um, gotten something dirty. Right. He would have been in a, a cleaner situation, a, a more sanitary situation. But no, it's not like that these days. Right. Is my dad a bad person? No, my dad was very religious. In fact, he was a fucking preacher. All right. My dad preached the word of the good Lord and he did it with kindness in his heart. He was fucking good to other people. He was never bad to people. He never harmed anyone. He didn't fucking rob people. No, he just you know, destroyed his fucking family because the shit's illegal, right? So he had to be on the fucking streets like an animal. It's fucking disgusting. It's disgusting what we do to people and we should really all just be ashamed of ourselves.
Okay, we should all be in timeout for this. That's my fucking rant. This coffee's good. I gotta shut this down because I gotta get to work. Uh, I gotta get to work soon. But um, yeah, it feels good to have fuck got, got that off my chest. I've been holding on to a lot. I need to crank this, <sighs> crank this bad boy up again. You know, because it's just good to get these thoughts off your feelings. I can't um, I can't post. Sometimes I try to post my like how I feel about things and um you know it just it doesn't it doesn't um it doesn't feel the same way like talking about it and getting your points out in like a complex um drawn out thing sometimes words you know I'm not the fucking best writer in the world so words don't really capture my feelings as much as um you know this does <sighs> so Gonna wrap this bitch up. Um, gonna be at the dojo this weekend. Dojo of Comedy. Follow uh, tiffscomedy.com. Uh, go follow. Uh, check out tiffscomedy.com for show dates. I'm at pretty much every show. If I'm not performing, I'm working the door, helping out. Um, you know, bringing all the comics. Dojo of Comedy's doing some dope shit. Um, especially Wednesdays. Wednesdays is going to be really crazy um, this summer. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited about a lot of the things that we're going to be doing there at the dojo. We also have the live stream comedy show. Go follow live stream comedy on Instagram um, for updates. It's a really cool concept by Clint Esposito where it mixes like SNL, Chappelle show and stand up comedy type um, you know, concepts and puts them all in one um, to try to provide a live experience. You could stream it online if you don't want to leave the house or you can uh, go and see it in person. Either way, um, it's going to feature live skits. It's going to feature um, recorded skits, me and Clint talking shit um, and, you know, stand up comedy. So it was really fun. We just did the last show um, last week and i really had a good time clint's been talking about this for a long time and um seeing it come to life was really dope because it, it was so much better than everything that he's been saying about it had a good time the people that were there we had a uh we had about like at least 10 audience members and they all had a good time they ate they drank it's you know it's really fun um, so that's coming down the pipe and just, um, you know, follow me on social media. Vic is funny. V I C I Z F U N N Y for updates about comedy. Or if you just want to laugh and have some fun, I like hanging out in the stories, dancing naked. And then, um, we also have, you can follow the V cast pod on Instagram too. And, um, and that's it. I'm going to, I'm going to head out of here. I'm going to get to work. I hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks for checking out the pod. Uh, I got to get back to cranking episodes. This was fun and, uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there. You're listening to my day of the V-Cast.